Welcome to episode 45 of Meta Moments, a snapshot of the last and upcoming 24 to 40 hours in competitive PvP in Galaxy of Heroes. So, we are now in between the second and third matches of week one of this season, season 11 and 12, Datacrons. Um, very interesting, interesting matches I've been watching for last season, and my own matches were a bit interesting as well. It's it's crazy, people, well, it's, it's a very offensive, heavy, or offensive favoring um, season. And it's 3v3, where creativity is a little more rewarded, I guess. Like it's, it's not the same as 5v5, where you have a, I don't know, just given the amount of GLs and the amount of teams that are required on offense and defense, there's a lot more non-GL teams in 3v3 that you can use. And the GL teams in general are harder to kill with non-GL teams. So you have to keep a little more for offense if you want to do, uh, do a full clear. But it's crazy how many people have forgotten, <laughs> I don't know, forgotten or not looking at um, GG Insight or GAC Counters or something like that. Because, you know, there's really not that much of a change from the last 3v3 season. So, yeah, people are concerned that, um, you know, the data is not going to be accurate, maybe, or whatever. But that's not really the case. I mean, all of the Jedi teams are basically not the same, so you, you can't really trust that data. But that's about it. And it's not that the Jedi teams changed uh, a huge amount, just some aspects of them. And that's actually where some of the most interesting teams that I've seen in the last, um, the last match... Um, I saw many times actually using JKL lead and Jedi Knight Cal plus a, a tank, usually Mace or GK or Plo or whatever, versus Malgus of various varieties. What a terrible choice. I think people have forgotten again. I mean, you would get Foresight often or damage reduction with the past set, set 10, which made the big hit by Malgus a lot more survivable. But that is not the case. That is not the case with um, without that. I mean, you give up some bonus stats maybe from set 11, some defense or something. But by far the best lead, the two characters to use if you're using Jedi Knight Cal, is Bastilla as the lead, and Jedi Knight Cal and some, some tank. Um, the nice part too is that with Bastilla there, her lead, I think with the bonus protection, the, the tanks will always tank at the beginning of the fight. So you, you're guaranteed that Malgus can't go after Bastilla or um, Jedi Cal. Uh, you get a lot more leeway at the beginning of the fight to, to take the first beginning hits um, with all the bonus protection. You get buffs and other cleanse with um, Bastilla. And, and also the thing is too, there's no longer, Jedi are not as fast as they were in Set 10, because Set 10 you had the speed up on basic from the level three. So the Jedi were well, all light side were moving quite a bit faster, um, and in, in that regards, I think the JKL team um, seemed a little bit better than it was. Because remember, too, most people do not have slow JKLs. Um, I mean, some people certainly do still, or the remod maybe for threes or something. But mostly, JKL is a damage character within a JML team. Um, so people's JKLs 
when it slows down the enemy team, uh, the Malgus team, it doesn't really slow them down that much. And you don't have to speed up anymore from being light side. So it's just, it's, it's not a good choice. It can work, of course, but I really would not recommend it. Use Bast lead, much easier. You'll kill Malgus all the time. Um, yeah, but crazy. I've seen like four people make that mistake. Um, another Jedi that people are underestimating, mostly on offense actually, is Qui-Gon Jinn. You know, with, um, with set 10 and mostly at level 6 where you get the extra damage with Foresight and you get Foresight at the beginning of the fight with Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, he would do a boatload of damage. He does a lot of damage, but he does no longer do a boatload of damage. So against teams like um, Radis, uh, the Tuscan, the Tuscans. I only saw one failure there, and I think that's just bad play. Should still beat the Tuscans pretty well. They don't have any defensive stats on their on their um, set 12 data Um Saw. I've seen a few losses against Saw with Captain Rex in there, especially. Um, yeah, I mean, Qui-Gon Jinn is great, but he just doesn't put out like the almost double the damage. Last last season, he would do almost double the damage that he does now after a few turns with the Foresight stacking. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Um, let's see, what else is interesting? I would say one thing that I found very interesting is the... Um, not really the, the offensive... Well, it's a little bit related to offense. But if you look at the top, top 50, top 100... Um, <laughs> excluding the, the guy with like five GLs or something that got placed in number one uh, the squish the squish mathematical calculation bug there um, popped him up to, <laughs> to first base poor guy but um, besides that there are a ton of I don't want to say low GP certainly not low GP but compared to the last uh, 3v3 season which in general has a bit of shifting because some people don't really take 3v3 seriously or don't enjoy it. Um, but with the last DC set compared to this or combination, compared to this DC combination, um, you really, and, and where characters or where players are with their rosters, um, you really can go a long ways if you're a good offensive player. Um, and where I mean roster-wise is pretty much everybody has Leia and Cal. Not everybody, of course, but most people have Leia and Cal now. The, the, the non-spenders, um, if they're good at resource allocation stuff, will have both Leia and Cal. Um, and that makes a huge difference being able to sort of match the rosters of your opponents, where for the last 5v5 season, certainly, um, a bunch of people didn't have Leia. And in the 3v3 season, of course, Most, most people who didn't spend did not have Leia. So now I think you're seeing a lot more flexibility given to those players who are, are good at balancing the offense and defense and don't just plop all their stuff on defense and um, sort of like a noodle fight, you know? So very interesting to see. I've seen it a lot in um, stream matches or, or videos on YouTube. I see it even in my my own match starting in, uh, where was that, in like 30 or 40 or something like that. Two of the players in my bracket have like 10 million something GP 
which is crazy. Or one, maybe they're like 11 million or something like that. But uh, that's that's crazy. And one of them, well, no, I beat one guy in the first match. But in my second match, um, yeah, he had like I think 11.1 or something million GP, and he scored great against my defense too. Um, very very impressive. And my final, the final uh, person I'm facing also is 11 something million GP, which is, is not small. I'm not saying they have small accounts. They have all the important characters, um, but it's it's uh, quite a change compared to last 3v3 season where these players just did, didn't have Leia and most likely many of them, not many, but a portion of them didn't have Jedi Cal either. So it became a lot harder to, uh, to match with players who just had a, a bigger roster. It makes a big difference in what you're able to trade off with. Um, let's see, besides that, any other interesting teams? Um, Gas versus Tuscans is a, a good matchup. Make sure you take a lot of crit damage, and it should be pretty easy. Um, but you don't take crit damage, or you don't take... It helps a lot to have Rex and Fives in there together. Found that to be the, the easiest, most reliable matchup in all the ones I've seen. Yeah, that's about all I've got for today. Good luck with your planning. Good luck with your next round of attacks. And I'll talk to you guys in a couple of days. Cheers.